Welcome to Hamstrings and Heartstrings, where running is great. Except when it's not. I'm Ellie. And I'm Chris. And uh, today we got a big, uh, big plan. Ellie's got a note, post-it note. So I do. And it has four things on it. So, yeah. All right. All right. Apparently, it's, they're not really big things because four things on a post-it note. It's a lot of, it's a lot of things. That's the most planning I've ever done for one of these. All righty. So first, how's your running going, buddy? Um, it's going all right. I got it. Uh, so, so I went up Allen on Thursday. So that was fun. What's Allen? Allen Mountain. It's um, one of the high peaks in the Adirondacks. So oh. it's, one of the, it's one of the longer ones. Um. And so it's about 18 miles round trip ish, give or take, um, which is definitely one of the longer hikes for a peak. Um, but I got stung by a bee. So then I had to turn around and come down because how far uh, did you get? Seven and a half miles. So nice. like, yeah, but like a mile and a half away from the peak, like just to the base where you're just about to start doing all the real uh, fun climbing. So that sucked. Um, so then I had like, cause I had the whole reaction thing and then I came home and then I had my whole birthday weekend and the in-laws were up. It was crazy. Um, and just not great. Yes. Audience. Chris turned 42 on Monday. We're, and, um, we're holding for laughter. He doesn't, right? doesn't look a day older than Do, 41. So doesn't look a day older than 42 in two days. Yeah. So that's a thing. Um, so yeah, the running's, uh, you know, it's going to happen soon. It was a nice cool day for it today. I wish I could have did it. But yeah. Far I had to wear a shirt today. Whoa. That's terrible. I know. Crime. I know. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. I'm excited to uh, for the cooler weather though I'm always one you know I mean it's kind of it was kind of sad when I was in school like my birthday would come and it would like signal the end of uh, summer and I didn't like that so much but then as I got older like I uh, the birthday signals the end of the steaming hot weather and the beginning of autumn so I like that are you are you a pumpkin spice person I am not an O okay I'm not either. The only pumpkin thing I really like are the, the candy corn pumpkins. <laughs> I don't like candy, those but are, I like those. Those are not pumpkin. I hate to tell you. <laughs> I know. And that's why I like them. Yeah. I just like them because they're bigger than candy corn. And they just, they're a little bit like the texture is a little bit different and it's great. And, um, Courtney DeWalter can vouch for me. She likes these too. Uh, I can We've say I like, I like the candy corn pumpkins, but they're not pumpkins. <laughs> I'm not a pumpkin spice person. I like pumpkin, yeah. but pumpkin spice, no. I do get a couple cans of pumpkin and I mix it into like pancakes, oatmeal, stuff yeah. like that. Or I don't even mind making roasted pumpkin and eating it like squash or, you know, mm -hmm. that's good. Um, yeah. I have a couple like vegan cheese sauce recipes that use either squash or pumpkin, which are really good actually. And um, yeah, so I like pumpkin, but I don't like. I, maybe it's just I don't like sweet pumpkin. I don't know. No, or pumpkin, super sweet pumpkin. Pumpkin spice is its own thing. It's not actually 
pumpkin, right? Like it does, you don't, it doesn't evoke even the taste of flavor of a pumpkin. It's just, it's got that name. That's it. I think that's it. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I do like a pumpkin thing. I love pumpkin pancakes. I think they're awesome. Very, very good. Pumpkin Um, bagels. Yep. There was a pumpkin, I think they were, what, pumpkin spice Hershey Kisses? And I was like, uh, uh, and they were kind, I had one and it was not offensive. Like that's, okay, that's, okay. that's the most, that's, a good word. that's the most I'll give it, you know. We have actually um, pumpkin cream cheese at CTV, and that's not bad. I think that, I think they just put pumpkin and then cinnamon in it. It doesn't have like the spice. I think it's that weird, like, yeah. Mm-hmm stuff i don't know but yeah uh apparently dunkin donuts is launching their new fall line like pretty soon i'm like oh it's already fall but it's it's kind of, i like fall so you know it'll be cool yeah um okay yeah fall weather is great i love it it's great for running mm-hmm. yeah i feel like you can run all day still have to drink water though don't forget you still have to drink I know. water you know, actually, so I started my new job today, my new position at a new place in the same company, but it was a new job for me. And I was so proud that I drank like my whole huge flask of water. And oh, yeah, because normally I don't. And I was very proud of myself that I drank straight water all day. And yes, so we're day one, one out of one. And, and yeah. I just had myself a big old chug of water. It was great. Yep. It's probably gloshing around in your stomach right now. Well, because I'm at my fancy dancy standing desk, you know, Mm -hmm. I might be peeing right now and you don't even know it. I mean, I wouldn't put it past you. Oh, speaking (laughs) of that. So it was my um, roommate's birthday on Tuesday and I got her a squatty potty. And so we've been using the squatty potty now and it's so good. Like her reaction when I got that, she was so happy. It was the best thing ever. I have one too, but I think my toilet seats are already fairly low because, because using it is actually uncomfortable. So I think my, and that's why I never really thought like I had kind of an issue and I was always mm-hmm. like, I was like, I don't know what everybody has a problem with. Mine's pretty good. It's comfy. But I figured I'd get a squatty potty and see if I could up the comfort level. It turns out it's actually not. I think my seats are low. I don't know. I mean, when I go to the bathroom in the outdoors, like my ass hits the grass. Like that's just, and it's great. So I was like, whatever, the more the better. And Paige is short. So she has little stubby legs. So she was like, this is going to be so good. And I'm like, I know. How exciting. Good times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, it was a fiesta day on Tuesday. Fiesta. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a nice gift. Nice gift. Yeah, also on Tuesday, um, my sister and I went to Treeman, and we started at Old Mill, and we hiked the same route that you and I hiked back in, is that November or October? Ah. <sighs> October. It was after the trot. It was after Hartford. Yeah, let's call it October. Yeah. So that was a very memorable day. Chris and I recorded a podcast, but mm-hmm. the thing that stuck out in Chris's mind <laughs> is that we were fast hiking and there were people on the trail. And I we Chris and I were talking, and when we just started talking, when I get talking, I just get going. And I'm not really paying that much. like I'm paying attention to the trail, but not like to the other people. 
And Chris, why don't you explain what I did? <laughs> you you just shoved the little kid out of. I mean, you didn't shove him out of the way. Like you didn't push him, but you did one Booby of those things. You, yeah, you did one of those things where, like, when you get close to somebody, you're like, "I'm not going to move my shoulder. You're going to move your shoulder," and then you kind of like just kind of shoved your shoulder past. And and like he's up at like your hip, and you kind of were like, you know, you weren't aggressive towards him. You were just treating him as like. I don't know, like somebody on a New York City street in a 1980s movie. Well, as the um, as my favorite song, Paper Planes, M.I.A., says, I got more records than a KGB. <laughs> so no funny business. <laughs> I think that that's, uh, you know, I like I like a saying called uh, keep moving and get out of the way. And that's what I feel like everybody in society should do. The only thing is little kids haven't learned that yet. So really you sort of taught him keep moving and get out of the way because yeah. if you both were moving and he knew you were going to come occupy that space and you knew that he knew you would both know and you would both adjust accordingly so that you could both keep moving and get out of the way. Um, but he was like six or something. So I, he didn't even fall off the side of the cliff. Like it wasn't no, even, didn't. it was pretty much, no. a non, it was pretty much a non-event. <laughs> yeah. I was teaching him a life lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And um, now, especially how did I know I was teaching him to stay six feet away? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who knew? Yeah. You know, who knew you were, you're so caring and giving. You're really, you're a giver, Ellie. I know. I just give and give and give. Um, so my running has been pretty good. I mean, we're doing like 30 to 40 minute easy runs. So, I mean, what's better than 30, 40 minute easy run? Nothing. And then I'm doing a lot of strength and core work in addition to that. Um, and I know when a lot of people think of core work, they're like, yeah, six pack abs. That's not what core work means for runners. Sorry, you guys. Because when I do core work, the next two days, I look like I look extremely bloated and my tummy hurts. That's basically what, how, how I know I'm doing it right. So that's been the past two days. It's great. Really nice. Um, yeah. What would you say is your, um, what do you think is the, best uh core exercise for you what one what one do you think has the most payoff for like effort to like feeling that it's doing something for you so um if i really am having one of those days where like my my mind just isn't going to be engaged i'll do planks just like tons of planks. And now I'll even do like on them on a medicine ball, like I side planks, stuff like that, like planks with like a hip raise. So planks are something that if you're like mentally exhausted at the end of the day, or you're just having a day where you're like, I don't want to think through a workout. That's a good exercise. So I do those. Um, the ones recently, cause I just haven't done these in a while are like, uh, toe touches. Um, so you kind of, are like on, you're on the mat and you basically like try to straighten your legs as much as you can in front of you. And then your arms are out like up behind you. And then you like bring your legs and arms together while you're sort of balancing to touch, to like get touch or get close. 
And um, I'm struggling with those right now just because I haven't done them in so long. And um, it's just something I need to practice. It's a new movement. You explained that in such a way that you made you made my my brain was contorting, twisting, trying to understand how you were explaining that. And then when you got to the end, I said, toe touches. You mean like a downward dog and then walk your hands all the way back to your toes. That's no. what you were talking about, right? No. Like, well, if you were upside down, like an upside down downward dog, like because you're <laughs> on your butt. Oh, okay. You're on your butt. See, I did you yeah. say that? Because I must have missed that yes, part. I did. I did. But you like flip your so like downward dog, but flip yourself so you're <laughs> on your butt. You're doing it against gravity. I was uh, you. I'm gonna when I listen back to this when I'm doing the editing, I'm gonna find out. And, All right. And if you said it, I'm just gonna cut it out. And so I'll that. just send you. <laughs> so here's a trick, you guys. I Kate Grace. She's at Fast Kate on Instagram. The past couple days, she's posted a couple core workouts. And then I also have looked at Colleen Quigley's core workouts because that's kind of like a little bit of getting into what I'm thinking about training for, what I am going to start training for. And so I was like, well, they have some exercises. It's really just pick your poison. And those happen to come up like on my social media feed. So I just picked them and... I do like six of them a day per workout and I am getting that burn because I got that bloated hurt feeling that I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's working. I can't button my pants. That's core for you. I don't understand that. How do you get? Because it's like, because core is a muscle. So like I'm, t you're tearing down the muscle and building it. It's like being as if you're like, I mean, if you're just doing crunches like every day, I mean. I don't know. My body, I guess, is like good with those. So like it's not a huge stress, you know, but doing different core exercises and ones that are actually going to like build my core, you're tearing down the muscle and then building it back up. So it's, you know, how if you were to do like a hard bicep workout, your bicep will be like bigger and it also will hurt. Well, my core is under like a layer of a little bit. So like, it doesn't look like a six pack, but it's just like bloated and then it hurts. And that's core. <laughs> like I got a little bit above, like on, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna like, this isn't any way me degrading anything, but I don't have, I have like a little bit over my tummy and so that's why it looks bloated but i'm like well it means i'm doing it right <laughs> thanks <laughs> no problem that description um okay got it got it right up here now yeah i'll just you know send you kate grace's workouts you know All i just right. gotta try that out All right, um and it. then i also on Tuesday or Monday, one of the two days. So I work for a gym and it's been closed obviously, but actually we're opening back up soon. Um, and I saw the gym and, um, but you don't we, work for the gym anymore, right? You now No, I do just on Saturdays, uh -huh. but they were closed right with COVID. Um, and so I asked Dan, the gym owner, if I could borrow a couple dumbbells because our, my coach is giving me like strength workouts to do in addition to, um, the running and right now we're just in a foundation phase with running. So I'm trying to get into the practice and motion of doing the workouts. Right. Um, and so I asked if I could borrow a couple dumbbells and he was like, yeah, sure. 
Um, and, um, and so I went to see, to get them from the gym and him and our gym is like completely COVID ready. Like uh, we will be fine. One, our gym is a small, very small community gym in the basement of a big, of a building. So we don't have like, we have a lot of members, but they're all really old. And so not many people come like, it's kind of a, it's also like people have one to get an insurance write off. Like it's stuff like that. Um, and then all, then everything is spread out. And then like the room that we put our classes on in, we're not going to have classes. We put more machines in there. So like everything is at least six feet. There's like plastic everywhere or like in between. And so it still looks like a gym, but it looks like a COVID gym. Like they did everything up to regulation. All we're waiting for now is for the health inspector to come and check it out. And then we can open back up, which is like kind of nice, you know? So I'll be working there on Saturdays and, um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it because it was a really like a very community gym and I miss everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's good to hear that you got all those precautions and that there was enough space to be able to make those accommodations. Mm -hmm. But I got to tell you, getting those dumbbells out of the gym, I had to go back and forth three times. And then now he's like, yeah, you can have them until we open back up again, because then I'll just go there. And so now it's like, well, we're probably going to open up in like a week or two. So I got to bring them back. And I'm like, oh, that was, the, that was a workout in itself. Just getting the dumbbells into my car. Yeah. That's uh weights. Imagine if your job was delivering weights to people like Insta, like uh Instacart for weights. Insta weights. Yeah. Yeah. Insta bro. Insta gym. You drive the, yeah. Insta gym. You drive the gym to their house. You drop off all the weights in their garage and uh, then you come and pick it back up when they're done. Well, and then, of course, I'm carrying these weights out to my car, and I'm obviously struggling because I'm trying to carry more than I probably should. I should just take another trip. And I, don't, I have on, like, ripped shorts and, like, a tank top. I don't even know if I was wearing a bra because I was just going to get them. And who goes by and nearly scares me half to death in his big Red Newt Racing, like, monster truck, but Ian... And he, and then he called me later that night. I was like, I didn't mean to scare you. I was like, <laughs> no, it's okay. I think he was going to the Anirondacks actually. Cause he's tracking Sarah and Alyssa or something or filming stuff or whatever. So yeah, it was, uh, it was quite, I have to say I'm quite a catch. I am a catch. You, yeah. You, uh, you leave, um, you leave the hearts in your wake as you, uh, wander through yeah. the town square. Yes, I do. <laughs> All those construction workers, they just, I know, they got their eye on me. Well, there's so much construction in Ithaca, you know he'd have a job for quite a while, you know. That'd be good for you, you know. I know, I know. No, I'm not good with that. Like, I just, I don't think I would like it. My brother did construction for a little while, and, you know, I'll, I like my job, so... Even though now I got to walk a straight up a hill before work for a mile, I still like it. Hey, it's a, it's a downhill uh, home. That's true. Um, especially like when my feet hurt and my joints hurt, it's really nice to pound down that hill. Now, I might actually run home. Um, I'm not sure how I want to work that out because I, I'm not going to run there because like it really is like straight up a hill. And that's silly. Um 
So I'm probably not going to run there, but I could run home. So I could experiment with taking the bus there and then running back or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, today was my first day, so I needed to see what I'm dealing with because I also might be exhausted, you know. So, um, yeah, but it was but it was a very, very nice, nice first day at work. So I'm very happy. Great. Great. Really, really great. Um, you got a new place. You're in a new town. You got a fresh new um, training No, I'm plan. in the same town. Well, I mean, I meant new part of town. I meant instead of the gym, you're at the commons now. Yes. No, no, no. I, okay. I still work at the gym. I still work for CTV. I'm just not, I'm not at the commons. I'm in college town. Okay. Like near Cornell campus. Okay. There's so many CTBs all over Ithaca. I get so confused. There's three. (laughs) Um, Which I was actually extremely impressed with the college students, their way to social distance and their mask wearing today. I didn't have to tell anybody to put their mask up. I didn't have to tell anybody to stay six feet apart. It was glorious. And I am very like, I was extremely apprehensive because I know college students and they're dumb, but they, they, um, exceeded my expectations today. So I have a little bit more hope, which is nice because we all need a little hope because there's a lot of hopelessness going around. Yeah. I mean, College kids are dumb in certain ways, but college kids also can at times be the most um, socially aware people, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, it's a trade-off. Now, on mm-hmm. Friday nights, do those same college kids go out to the few open bars in Ithaca and then... Uh, have a few beers and then don't care about their masks. That's a whole different ball of wax, but at least, you know, they can get breakfast in an orderly and safe fashion. Yes. And you know, I'm going to applaud them for that because you know, I'm all about rewarding good behavior. Exactly. So you got stung by a bee. Um, are you on the antibiotics? Then? No, so I didn't do the uh, antibiotics. Um, I do have a big old. Um, so the last time I got stung by a bee was like in September of 2019. I didn't used to care about being stung by a bee. It didn't matter, you know. Um, it just wasn't a thing that I had to worry about. You like purposely got stung by a bee just to be like, it's fine. <laughs> just kidding. I was running in Tryon Park. And we all got chased by a bunch of bees. There was about seven of us and there must have been a ground hive or something, but a whole bunch of us got chased by bees. Um, One poor girl had about 20 bees on her. I was like swatting them off her back and everything. It was crazy. But I didn't, I got stung on my ankle and I didn't think anything of it. I had breakfast uh, and then I was hanging out at Rochester Running Company and I was like, yeah, you know, it was like dinner time or something. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I got stung by a bee earlier, blah, blah, blah. And then I like um, just kind of rubbed my ankle and my hand came back like all wet. And I was like, ah, oh, what was that? And it was like, it swelled up really big and started leaking. And I was like, ah, so I went and then I started feeling like a little bit dizzy. So I went to urgent care and they're like, yeah, you're, guess you're allergic to bees, um, you know, and so you're having a reaction to it or something. So then I had to have uh, prednisone, and so then I did all that. So this time when I got stung by the bee, and I'm seven miles up Allen Mountain, 
I was a little bit uh, concerned and it started to like swell up. But um, my fabulous PA friend, Abby McCarthy, um, who just did 100 uh, miles at Big's Backyard Ultra and placed fourth, which was pretty awesome. Um, She is PA and she was like, well, just uh, have two Benadryl and a Pepsi AC on you and that'll get you back to your car. So that's what I did. I didn't have the Pepsi AC, but I had the two Benadryl. So I like took those and the swelling went down a little bit, but, um, it was like still your six miles onto a trail and you got stung by, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and it wasn't feeling quite right. So we went back to the car and by the time we got back to the car, like the sting was like gone where it was all red. It was just plain old leg. And I was like, oh, now I feel like even crappier because now it's like, it's quote fine. But then when I woke up the the next morning, it was all big and red and swollen again. So I feel like it still sort of did the right thing there. Um, I think so. But yeah, so now I got uh, I got this bee thing to look out for all the time, which is great, really great. I mean, it's not so bad that like you know I get the anaphylactic shock and I can't breathe, but I don't like the trajectory it's going on here, you know. So yeah, boo! I'm gonna have to start wearing a bracelet that says like bees. <laughs> <laughs> bees, just bees, bees. just bees. <laughs> And then the, and that's just because they want the bees want to know like oh he's a cool guy let's don't don't sting him right that's it I want to be like I'm on your side <laughs> um so yeah so anyways that's that's that really that's my boring tale of bees no I mean I never like you had that and then you had the poison ivy that one time so mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. a you're a sweller I'm not excited about and I I get really bad reactions from mosquitoes too. Like, um, they just, they swell up really big and kind of get like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I got this sweet, sweet blood. That's why I guess. I don't know. Oh, um, wait, so tell me a little bit more about your friend. I didn't know about this. Uh, Abby. Yeah. Is this the race? So I read this article on SCMP, um, a little bit ago about like they were doing Biggs backyard in like a bunch of different countries. Was that this? Uh, yeah, I think so. She went somewhere. Um, cause it was like a, an event. Yeah. But they were doing it also in like a bunch of countries. Yeah. Everybody else was sort of doing it. It was sort of like the ode to, uh, Biggs Backyard Ultra. You know, it wasn't, uh, I don't think it was actually run by Laz. Um, she went to Michigan, Holly, Michigan. Oh yeah. That's where my roommate's mom is from. She just visited us a little bit ago. Because Michigan's on the safe list. Yeehaw for Michigan. I know, yeah, yeehaw. She did, um, yeah, just shy of a uh, hundred, well, about a hundred miles in the 24 hours. Um, okay, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some food, Ellie. All right. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Food time. So I'll start. I found myself with a lot of cabbage and slaw. Um, and so I decided to make sauerkraut, like homemade fermented sauerkraut. So right now I have a crock pot full of sauerkraut that's fermenting and it'll be ready in a week to six weeks. <laughs> and then I have another jar that is more, not just slaw, not just cabbage. It's got like carrots and kale and 
um, purple cabbage and other stuff in it um, that is also fermenting. And I tried some today, and it's pretty good. And all it is is salt and cabbage and a little bit of water. So I'm pretty happy with that. Wait, I thought you said it wasn't going to be ready. I know. Well, the one on the the so you can eat it whenever. Um, the one on the uh, I'm I'm do, I'm testing two different ones and seeing which one I like better. Like one was like a quick sauerkraut that like takes like a day or two, and then the other one is like it just if you, it the flavor develops as long like the longer you let it go. So I'm gonna let that baby go. Just let it let it stew. Let it let it yes. pickle pickle. Let it marinate. Yeah. Yeah, sauerkraut is not one of those things, I guess. I mean, is there such a thing as like a quick kraut? Could you make a quick kraut if like you you really had a An hankering? An instant pot, probably. If you have really had a hankering for it that day, what do you do? You know? Mm. Drink some salt. <laughs> salt? Yeah. You need those um, little spices. That's what's really good about sauerkraut. Is those little- maybe. Well, no, like sauerkraut's just supposed to be salt and cabbage. But you can add spices. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, but I assume in the Instant Pot, you could probably make it pretty fast. I don't know. I don't have one. I do. I'll look for some uh, Instacrout. <laughs> Instacrout. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I guess my fancy food thing for this week is my, um, my mother-in-law came up for the weekend and they were here for my birthday and she made me a chocolate zucchini cake for my birthday, which is quite fabulous. I love chocolate zucchini cake. Um, so I got some vegetables in my birthday cake. Nice. <laughs> Call me crazy, but I like carrot cake. It's good. Oh yeah. Carrot cake's awesome. Carrot cake with cream cheese frosting. Oh man. Man, oh man, that's, uh, living. That's, that's Summer's favorite kind of cake. Does she do all the thick, like, does she, so what the recipe I like has, also has, it's weird, um, pineapple, raisins, walnuts, in addition to the carrots and the cake, and I love it. Oh man, that's like a fruit cake. I know, it's so good. The uh, pineapple adds like a little extra, like, moist, I like the carrots. I like the carrot cakes when sometimes there's like stray shreds of carrot throughout it, you know, like. Oh, I thought there were supposed to be. Yeah, but sometimes you get like real, you know, like carrot parts. You know? <laughs> they didn't even shred this. Yeah, you're like, oh, that <laughs> chunk got. Threw the carrots in. You're like, that chunk got through, you know. Like <laughs> so, yeah, zucchini uh, chocolate cake. That two, sounds delicious. Two thumbs up. Yeah, I like I sometimes even so I said about the pumpkin how I stir that into my oatmeal. Sometimes I put zucchini in it too. Huh? Zucchini in your zucchini in your oatmeal, huh? Yeah, they're called zotes on the interwebs. But I mean, I add like sweet stuff too, like banana and stuff. But yeah, some some zucchini this is pretty good. Cinnamon, allspice. What do you do? You like dice it up like? Yeah, yeah, it's shredded, like shredded very finely. Shredded, okay. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe I'll make some for you. It's kind of like zucchini bread, but in muffin. I mean, in in um oatmeal form. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, you're building up a long list of things you're gonna have to make for me. I know. Oh man. 
what am I like? I don't know how how sendable that is. Just like a bowl of oatmeal, like ceramic <laughs> bowl, of oatmeal, nothing you just, else. You'd have to drive by and drop it on the driveway, and then that would be that. Yeah, I could do that. All right. Yeah. On my next day off. Dust off that microphone. We need to. We need to. We need to get that. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I know. All right. But I had my thoughts on other things. Are we ready to put a bow on it? Put put a bow on it. Put a bow on. Oh, and you can follow us at Hamstrings and Heartstrings on Instagram. Yep, that's it. I mean, it's the world's most active Instagram account. I think it is. Gotta, we got we got to figure that out. Maybe we can start. Like we got to figure out some way to. I don't want to start anything else. I think what we're doing is fine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like it is. I feel like it needs to. All right, and I'll, I'll think about. I, I don't. I just. I have a lot going on. I have a lot of balls. Okay, so you're telling you're telling the the people who might only know us through just this podcast that you have too God much bless them. you have too much other stuff going on in order to make things better for them the listener how about the listeners tell us what they want <laughs> bingo listeners <laughs> oh my goodness this girl just just tell me what you want already oh. i can't <laughs> think of everything all right so go out and look at our Instagram, and if you don't like it, tell us what's wrong with it. And then you can my Instagram and enjoy that. There you go. <laughs> Ellie's Instagram is at Gazelli with two Zs. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Goodbye, guys. Bye.